this is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is Joy and Claire. A weekly podcast talk show about the things that bring us together. Make us happy. Make us whole. Make us human. Hey guys, this is Joy. And this is Claire. And we're still here. We're still here. Are we're you all here? still here. Are you good? Are we breathing? Are we drinking enough water? Are you hydrating? I haven't had any water actually. That's I am a great not. reminder. One of my friends told me that you can, we need to get Laura Ligos to chime in. You can in drink too much water? No, that you can drink water to like flush out your stress something. <laughs> Your stress hormones or something. Something about stress. The point of the something about stress. You can like flush out your. You can flush out your stress. You can dump your stress. Even if that's drinking a ton of water. Even if that's I like. I feel like we could all benefit from more water. Like you know, technically, yes, you can overhydrate, but it's very difficult. I have had three croissants and five shots of espresso today. How are you feeling? I'm feeling and an apple cider donut. Two croissants, apple cider donut, five shots of espresso, 12 p.m. Wednesday. That's a lot of espresso. November 4th. How are you not bouncing off the walls? Because I did not sleep at all. And I think it's okay. being balanced out. I think the croissants absorbed it. But I think I did scare the barista <laughs> a lot. I walked up and she was like, how can I help you? I was like, okay, I'm going to need two chocolate croissants, two regular croissants, a blueberry muffin, one of those breakfast burritos. Uh, I think that's it. And then she was like, okay, anything to drink? I was like, yes, a large latte with an extra large latte with an extra shot she was like an extra large latte comes with four shots i was like i'm aware i said what i said do you realize that this is the day after the election do you hand over can you please hand over the good should i i shouldn't have to explain myself lady it was like a 12 dollar latte and i was not even mad so with oat milk nonetheless which is for some reason so much more expensive than other types of milk but it's fine so you know these are the days where i'm real grateful that i'm not worried about macros (laughs) Mm mm-hmm but, you know, mm-hmm. I, and at the same time, I'm also like, I have no illusions that what I'm doing is good for my body. Right. But we just have to do it. There are just like, some days where yeah. what's good for my soul is more important than what's good for my body. 100%. Those two categories don't always have as big of a Venn diagram overlap as I want them to. Totally. Scott and I had like an insane dinner from Vital Root last night. Like mm-hmm. we just ordered to go take out whatever. And... uh it felt really good just to like emotionally soothe yourself with a huge meal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to do some more review of what's going on in the world in the future weeks. Today is not that day. It's too fresh. We just don't have the bandwidth. I think, yeah, it's too, there's, there's too much going on. We don't know. As of right now, we're recording this noon mountain time on Wednesday, November 4th. So this will... We usually record way in advance or at least like four or five days in advance just to give me time to edit. And, you know, we weren't really ready earlier this week. And so we're like, let's just hurry up and get a a quick episode in on Wednesday. I don't know. I just feel like we we haven't really been in the space to record. And there's so much going on that we just didn't. We feel like if even if we were even recording it right now, feels like it's going to be old news by tomorrow. Right. So we really just wanted to touch upon like light things and not to ignore what's going on, but truly... I mean, I'm going to speak for myself. I can barely get out a sentence right now because I'm so anxious. So So we asked you guys to write us some like silly random questions and you really delivered. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. It's what we need right now. It's what we need right now. And some of these are just so very ridiculous. We love them and we love you guys for providing them for us. So we're going to just get started. Okay. Okay. Just dive right in. The most random one, I think, that we've received is the one we're going to start with. And it is, just talk about eggs. 
<laughs> preferred ways of preparing them, color preferences, indulge us. So there's your topic, Joy. Just talk about eggs. Talk about eggs. Do you like I eat eggs? a lot of I love eggs. I eat a lot of hard boiled eggs just because mm. I'm lazy and you I don't buy the like prepackaged hard boiled eggs too, don't you? I do that and I also make hard boiled eggs like if mm-hmm. we you know, whatever. I do I do a both. I appreciate both. I appreciate the Costco prepackaged. And I also appreciate making hard-boiled eggs. A fresh hard-boiled egg. A fresh hard-boiled egg. The thing that's a little terrifying about hard-boiled eggs is if you eat them too fast... Mm, Yes, you're going to choke on the yolk. The yolk crumbles will choke you to death. And I can't tell you how many times that's happened at work where I've been like... To death. I'm going to have to run out in the hallway and ask for one of my coworkers to do the Heimlich. But I still eat them because I love them. What about you? Yes, choking on the egg yolk is a real thing real fear it's a real hazard i also love eggs i eat scrambled eggs on toast almost every morning i call it eggy toast just scrambled eggs right on top of toast so delicious you can like kind of go any way you want with that you can like put some Mm -hmm. hot sauce on it you can put some everything bagel seasoning on it you can just eat it plain Mm -hmm. for a little while i was really into this i still am into it but it's too expensive and i can't find it in colorado this fermented seaweed salad from atlantic sea farms which is this like super cute if you live on the east coast you need to check out this brand it's this super cute women-owned regenerative kelp farm slash product where Mm -hmm. they are working with lobster farmers in Maine to grow. So basically, okay, let me just, I'm just going to go into it because we have time. Yeah, go into it. Yeah, let's do it. The area, the part of Maine where the lobster farming happens, that part of the ocean, I guess, is warming significantly faster than other areas of the ocean. Like it's like being, it's like a hot spot, no pun intended, for sort of climate change problems and not results, but what's what I'm looking for. It's getting warm faster than everywhere else. Getting warm, yeah. Getting warm and a huge... Affected? Affected, yeah, yeah. whatever. It's bad. They're not doing great. And most of the economy up there traditionally has been from lobster fishermen And lobsters are like pretty sensitive to temperature changes in the water. And so the lobster fishery industry has been declining. So this brand is working with lobster farmer, farmers, fishermen to create a kelp farm in the ocean that and kelp is like super, super good. It's like a filtration um, plant. So it actually helps make the water cleaner. And Hmm. it's helping the lobster fishery industry diversify their income to be not so dependent on this like very volatile lobster crop. Mm-hmm. And then they take the kelp and they turn it into all these delicious products, one of which is this fermented seaweed salad that you get in a jar and it's very yummy to put on your eggy toast. So there we mm-hmm. go, full circle. Oh, that's great. That's great. You know, when you said eggy toast, it reminded me when I was little, my mom used to make it. <laughs> My mom used to make us um, a fried egg and we call and then she'd make it with toast. She'd be like, do you want eggs? Yeah, we want eggs dip your toast in. That's what we used to call it. Because you would dip your eggs in the toast. Yeah. You dip your toast in the eggs. Um, but eggs are dip great. Okay, we in. talked a lot about eggs. Let's move on to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about eggs for a long time. Okay. Do you have any good marriage hacks this week? <laughs> uh, no, I really don't. I have really just been talking a lot to my spouse. Um, Scott's got such a, like, a very level head about things. Mm-hmm. So my marriage hack has been to lean on him and to also, let me just be honest, Monday was really emotional for me. I don't know why. I was just in a horrible mood. Well, I do know why. There was a lot of things that were just bothering me. I was worried about the election and I came home and I picked a huge fight with Scott. Like no reason at all. I came home. I was in a bad mood. Like he probably is like so 
used to me coming home and being like, what mood is she going to be in today? Because um, he's always home. You know, he works from right. home. We're staying home. We're taking quarantine seriously. And so I come home. I picked a huge fight with him. I think the marriage hack that I realized, at least from his end, not my marriage hack, but his marriage hack is to just leave me alone and to not take a personal yeah. because he knew whatever mood I was in had nothing to do with him. Totally. And it's so easy when your partner's in a bad mood to be like, oh, why are you so mean? Why are you being so rude? Right. <laughs> and the fact of the matter is you live with this person. They're going to see every side of you and the best, and they're going to see the very worst. Yes. And so I think the marriage hack this week, just giving Scott a props was just to give me grace <laughs> because I was just in a foul mood. And he, <laughs> at one point he's like, how can I help you? And my response was leave me alone. Like I said, it's so mean. I was like, leave me alone. Cause I just couldn't, I couldn't, I was full. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't get any more information or human interaction in my brain. And he left me alone. And uh, later I apologized. I was like, I'm so sorry. I just really, I'm really worried about everything that's going on. And we had a good talk. So I was like, just grateful that he understands at this point that. Yeah, right. He doesn't need to take it personal. Yeah. Don't take it personal, guys. That's a big one. I mean, have you read the four agreements or the five agreements or the number? I love that book. Yep. The handful. It's a great book if you haven't read it. Yeah, that's like the first one. Don't take things personally. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't have any good ones recently. Brandon and I are just like kind of surviving over here with the kids. And what's your favorite food to eat pickled? Do you like pickled things? Not really. Not particularly? I only, not really. No. I really just eat pickles. I like like fancy flavored pickles. That's a great answer. (laughs) So I am really into this brand. It's a Colorado based brand. And let me look it up. The Real Dill? Uh, Yes, the real dill. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I love the real dill because they have this awesome jalapeno honey. Ooh, yeah. So it's kind of like this amazing spicy and sweet combination. And I love them. So that would be yes. my favorite pickled. That is a good one. Mm-hmm. I love a lot of pickled things. Yeah, you're like a pickled person. I'm a pickled person. <laughs> <laughs> I do love a good pickled thing. You're so pickly. <laughs> I love sauerkraut. I love kimchi. Mm-hmm. I love pickles i love that like spicy pickled carrot thing that sometimes you can get at mexican restaurants Mm. anytime i go to hops and pie Mm -hmm. in denver the secret that is not on the menu is they serve like just pickles on the side if you just want a side of pickles and i always just get an order of pickles because they make the best pickles i don't know what they put in it but it is so good and i'll just eat it from a jar with a fork and it's delicious that sound delicious yeah okay so all of these are about food which i really appreciate Really appreciate well, let's it. Let's pick a really few that aren't it. food related. Slippers or fuzzy socks? Slippers for sure. I agree. But I will say that I'm more of an Ugg person at the house. I mm. love wearing Uggs because we have all hardwood floors or some type of tile floors throughout our house. And I hate when my feet get cold. So I'm like a constant Ugg person. Totally. But I don't wear them outside of the house. I only they're like my house shoes. Right. I have slippers. The slippers you gave me, those gold ones. Yeah. And I like them because they do have an actual like rubber sole. So if I need to like... Right. Like the kids are outside outside and I need to just like run outside and grab them. And like, I've been known to wear them like to the gas station or something or like to like preschool pickup, but I'm not like wearing them to the store. Yeah, exactly. And like the same thing with, um, like with fuzzy socks occasionally, occasionally. Yeah. But I'm not, I need to be ready to go at a moment's notice if I need to like run outside (laughs) real quick with the dogs or something, Totally. you know, like if I just need to take them outside, I need something like on my feet that I don't need to change. Okay. So this is in the same category. What are your thoughts on adult footy pajamas? Love them, but they're so hot they completely make it's, you overheated yeah, in 10, 10 minutes you know i could never sleep in them because i would be like tossing and turning like yeah, you would be get so this sweaty. off me 
This person says, I love them, but the bathroom use, I get so cold. Yeah. I also think that this person who follows us, I'm pretty sure this woman who wrote this comment or this question lives in like a research station in the Arctic. So you absolutely I'm would live I'm pretty in that. sure that's who this is. So she yeah. is the target market for an adult one. 100%. I'd say you go for it. I like, in theory, it looks so cozy and warm. But once you get them on, you're kind of like, okay, now it's extra time to go pee. Yeah. And I'm going to get hot like, real committed. fast. And then like, I hate when your feet sweat. Mm. Mm, no. Do you like to buy things? Do you wait to buy things until they run out? Or do you like to keep a backstock? Oh, I'm a backstocker. You are totally for a backstocker. Sure. <laughs> It depends Scott on the makes thing. fun of me so bad, but he's like, "Why are you buying more toilet paper?" I mean, tr- okay, for the record, I'm not hoarding toilet paper. Right, but the if toilet I have, paper like, thing is a sensitive subject. Yeah, like, let's let's not judge me about this, but I, I'm not like hoarding 20 rolls or 20 packs of toilet paper. But I will definitely backstock if if I know even if we have like a week or two left, I'm like the backstock queen. Yeah, Scott hates it. Oh, wait, actually, only with paper products and soap. Yeah, I don't know why. Like stuff where it's like, if you don't, if you kind of like forget that you're out, it's like a problem if you actually run out. Yeah, exactly. Like toilet paper, you never want to run out. I Paper towels, you know, I'm a paper towel person. Right. I I am like, for some things I like to have a back stock. Like there are certain things that we use a lot of. Like, you know, if we get, and especially with like baby stuff, like, you know, you got to have extra diapers because those are the types of things. Right. Like if you suddenly realize you're out, it's not like, oh, whatever, we'll get some tomorrow. It's like, I have to leave the house now and go get some. Right, right. So those types of things we stock up on. But for the most part, I don't really have a back stock of a lot of stuff in our house. It's probably the more responsible thing to do. You know. You know leave things for other people. <laughs> you know. What is are the ridiculous nicknames you come up with for your pets? Just give us a few. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I'll start with, I'll just do, I'll do our cat Lua and JT. Lua is... Lua Bear, so we call her Bear, and then we called her Tiny Bear, then we call her Tiny, and then we called her <laughs> Tiny T-Bear for Tiny the Bear. So um, really, it's <laughs> Tiny. So I'll stop there. <laughs> and then JT is JJ. Then we started calling him Dr. J, and then we started him, started calling him Dr. <laughs> no, Dr. J, and then we started calling him Mr. Toots, because at night he farts and <laughs> like watching tv and his farts are so bad so this guy called started calling him mr toots love that and then we called him toots which then evolved into poops so sometimes i'll call him mr poops oh <laughs> yeah it just could go on forever jj jt yes. and then i call him jj yeah it's it's so ridiculous i love all the evolutions i think we've asked this question before with listeners and yeah. the the ones that people have sent us before are so they make me laugh so hard. So if you have like so funny hard. pet nicknames, please just message them to us because it like, will brighten it everyone's out. day. His name is Lewis, but we started calling him Mr. Orange Face, and now we call him Yeah. Yeah. And you just Crazy like, Pants and, and then <laughs> And then like ten iterations later, now we just call him Dino Nuggets. <laughs> yeah. Like like okay. it is nothing close to the original name. I think the funniest thing too is when pets have like three names. Yes. Yes, you I know? love that. Like like so funny. yeah, like a title. Sir Arnold something yes. nuggets. Yeah. They're nuggets. <laughs> I just like that. I like that. I saw this tweet once that was like, My mom took our tortoise or our tortoise to the vet when they asked what her his name was, she was too embarrassed to tell them that his name was Voldatort. So she called him Susan. <laughs> oh, my God. I bet you people are so embarrassed because, like, one of my cats is Diva. Yeah. And they'll be like, yeah, her name's Diva. But sometimes I just want to be like, yeah, but we actually call her Dees. Like, what do you – some of the, the names – or if I'm, like, taking Lua to the vet, she's actually called Tiny. Like, you just, Yeah, right. Can you, <laughs> you call her by so her preferred name? It's Tiny. Her preferred name is Tiny. T-Bear. T-Bear. You. If you're going to be mm-hmm. – if you're nasty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Okay. Would you rather never be able to work out or never be able to eat tacos again? No. Wait. I'd never I'd Never, never work be able out. to work out again or never eat tacos again? Never work out again because I want to eat tacos. Is yes, that the question? Correct. That's the okay. correct answer. Okay. Yep. Same. <laughs> okay. If you could get rid of a holiday food that is a quote unquote tradition, what would it be? For example, this person would get rid of green bean casserole. <laughs> yeah. Green bean casserole is not my favorite. Uh, of course, fruitcake is like, why are we still doing that? I've never uh, had fruitcake. People- yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't like, oh, I don't like eggnog. I know that's crazy, yeah, but I don't, I don't like, like eggnog. eggnog. Not a fan. It's Even gross. though we like eggs. Don't like eggnog. <laughs> no, thanks. Sorry, draw the line. I like an egg, not a nog. Nope. Um, Don't nog my eggs. I have a love-hate relationship with, you know, the sweet potatoes topped with marshmallow dish that I have to make mm-hmm. every year for John Hay. Yeah, for your, for your dad. Yep. Special one for John Hay. Yeah. And I, I hate canned cranberry, like the, like the tube of cranberry jelly. Mm-hmm. Nasty. Yeah, not good. This is going great. What game show would you want to appear on? The Price is Right. I grew up watching The Price is Right. I love The Price is Right. Mine would be Supermarket smash or whatever that one is where you run around supermarket sweep supermarket sweep that sounds i like i dream of going on that um what reality show i would uh, let me add to the um i would like to also be on uh the floor is lava oh I think that yes. looks so fun <laughs> totally uh what reality Kay. show would you be on uh duh, the hills <laughs> duh, hello. <laughs> i would love to be on the hills i would be on the great british baking show hello oh yeah that would be great but i can't bake worth shit so yeah, that's like fair. you could eliminated. be on that i would love to be on selling sunset i'd be like one of oh those crazy bitches on there yeah one of those crazy bitches oh it's such a good show i love okay. it what is your most reached for snack peanut butter pretzels Ooh. hands down hands down <laughs> tortilla chips all the time always peanut butter pretzels i could eat that's my stress eating food, actually. I, would, I shouldn't say stress eating because I feel like that's labeling. We don't want to label food, guys. Yeah. But <laughs> when you're stressed, you eat. When you're stressed, I just want to crunch. I want to crunch. If you could have one exotic pet, what would it be? Like, let's just like set aside animal cruelty considerations for a second and assume sure. that it would be tame and able to live in your house. I really, okay, this, I know you could actually have a parrot. Like people have pet parrots. Yeah. But I really love parrots. Like whenever we would go to Hawaii, what? Have I talked what? about the like, parrot social network in my neighborhood on the podcast no we need to talk about this but let me finish really quick like the only reason i say that is i loved this makes me like really sad that we haven't been able to go to hawaii this year uh boohoo i know we go every year but there's these parrots at the one of the resorts we stay at and we all would go say hi to them and they would remember me and there was this one called butterscotch and I, i swear to god every year i'd come up to him and he would come over to me and let me pet him he didn't do that with anybody but he'd be on like those huge like circle things that they can sit on top of yeah yeah. like a big ring and he'd be out in the open and I'd walk up to him and he'd like tick, 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 over to the side and let me like pet him and he'd lift up his wing. It was so cute. So I would have a parrot. And then there was this one whose name was Patricia and you'd go up to it and be like, hey, Patricia. And he'd go, hey, Patricia. Yeah, so creepy. <laughs> it, was, it was so cute. <laughs> that like the parrot like back talk is so creepy. Or you'd walk by and he'd be like, hello. And you're, you're like, like who huh. said that? <laughs> Um, (laughs) totally so there are two men in my neighborhood who live on opposite sides of my street and like one lives on like the north end of the block and the other one lives on the south end of the block so like you know there's 15 houses in between them or whatever and they one of them has a gray parrot and the other one has like a one of those green like a macaw like the big macaws or whatever they're Uh both you Uh know really smart verbal parrots or birds and they're apparently both very social the birds so they the two 
bird owners bring the birds back and forth between each of their houses every day. So every single day, this guy, this like kind of, he's not old, but like older-ish, kind of like shuffles down the street with a cat carrier containing a giant parrot. No. And after, so this summer, I started noticing this and I was like... Finally, one day I was like, what's in the carrier? And he was like, oh, come over here and like check out his parrot. And sometimes he'll just walk down the street with it on his shoulder. Oh, my God. I love that. And then at the end of the day, he you goes need to get a, a picture of that. Oh, my gosh. It, literally, this happens every day. And then at the end of the day, he goes down and sometimes he comes back and I'll be outside and I'm like, what happened? And he's like, he didn't want to. He wanted to stay over the night. So like the parrot is like, I don't, I'm not going home with you. I'm staying here with my friend. So there's that is this, like, so cute. Parrot socializing happening. Oh my gosh. You definitely have to sneak a picture of that and send it to me. That is so cute. It's and I also, sweet. I mean, parrots live a long time, right? So if you get super a pet, long. that's like a big commitment. Yeah. yeah. Super long time. That's like how David, um, how they have their like giant tortoise. Tortoise, And yeah. they have their tortoise in their will to which wow. kid that they're going to pass down. Will. Will yeah, is Will the tortoise. The okay, what what pet would you have? If I could have all practicality and like animal cruelty considerations aside, yeah. I would completely have a pet bear. Like I just want to chill with a bear. Or <laughs> I would have I'm trying to think. I mean a bear would just be so cool. I mean it would have to be like a small bear. Or yeah, like a, a like a, a whale that I just like could visit. And we could like <laughs> I love hang that. Out. And you love that bears can just like hibernate and they scratch up against trees. I love everything about bears. I really deeply relate to bears. Okay. Favorite way to eat potatoes? (laughs) This question. So many ways to choose from. I love all. I've been really into roasting potatoes. I like cut them up and roast Mm. them in the oven. Mm -hmm. And I've just been eating the shit out of some potatoes lately. So that's like my jam right now. I mean, I'm going to have to go with a tater tot. Mm. Yeah, that's really good. I love a tater tot. You're a good tater tot. Yep. (laughs) What are your favorite cookbooks, both most used and most aspirationally loved? Okay, you answer this one. Do you have any, have though, any. that you, like, aspire to use and you I don't? I have tons of them. I have, like, 20 do, cookbooks do any, in like, my house. any, like, stick out? And you're you know like, what I actually will say choose? I use all the time is the Martha Stewart, Stewart like, there's just, oh. like, some basic Martha Stewart cooking mm-hmm. manual. And I use that one actually all the time when I do have to do anything related to cooking because it's actually really helpful. It's, like, goes yeah. from... Any type of like how to cook a vegetable, whether you roast it, whether you blah, 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 like all like sorts of ways of cooking things. Basic cooking skills. Totally. Yeah. So that's my jam. I love it. It's huge too. So I like feel really special opening it up. <laughs> um, my favorite is, so I love the Fed and Fit um, Cook Once, Eat All Week book. I've loved that book ever since it yes. came out. And it's like, it's, we still use it all the time. I have my favorite baking cookbook right now is called Aran, A-R-A-N, Aran, Aran, Aran. It's a Scottish word that basically means like loaf, I guess. It's written by Flora from the Great British Baking Show a few seasons ago. Oh, awesome. She yeah. now has a bakery that she runs in Scotland. And this is like the, like recipes from her bakery. And it has really good, um, I really like the recipe. And it's like very well laid out and very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, Tina recently sent me Nancy Silverton's new cookbook and I didn't realize that it was a pre-release because then she sent it to me and I was like, oh, this is such a great cookbook. And then I started seeing like weeks later, Nancy being like, my new book's coming out soon. And I was like, oh, I got an advanced copy of the Nancy Silverton book. So that one's <laughs> called Chispaca and that one's, um, been, I haven't cooked out of it yet because it's like, so, that's my aspirational cookbook where I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find squid ink, but I'd like to try <laughs> squid ink. I don't know if that's a real example, but it's like that, those types of ingredients. Where totally. Like, totally. No one like can random, like source random. these. Like I can't go to Whole Foods and buy this. No, no. Um, okay. What's the grossest thing you've ever done? And then in parentheses, besides birth. Thank you for acknowledging that birth is truly disgusting. Because <laughs> it is. 
So roll, roll gross. So many fluids. The grossest Besides thing you've birth. ever done. I don't know. That's a weird one. Like in terms of what? I don't know either. Have you ever had to do any sort of like gross, like fear factor type thing? Like, Mm-mm. yeah, me neither. No. I mean, my like life is pretty gross. Like yeah. I had to clean up vomit. I oh. clean up vomit a lot, poop, deal with a lot. Oh, okay. Here's, here's something gross. I had to, when I first had JT and I was like, I hadn't had like my own dogs before. So I was taking him out and I put my hand in the bag to pick up the poop and somehow the bag slipped off my hand and I picked up his poop with my actual hand. <laughs> I had never been so disgusted in my life. Ugh. Can you even imagine? My favorite thing is that you didn't notice and you just like kept reaching for it. Well, I don't know what happened. The bag like slipped off and it like happened so fast that like half of my I hand was just, just holding, holding poop. poop. <laughs> oh my God. And then I was like, ah, and I ran inside. Oh, because I was outside, obviously. I had to like somehow get inside to wash my hand off. I was mortified. Mortified. I, okay. I don't have anything that good. I mean, I've had to hold like okay, poop and vomit and stuff before, but not on, sure. not on accident. Right. Not just shove your hand and dog nope. shit. Uh-uh. Yeah. Let's see here. What is a funny travel fail or story? And someone else asked, worst vacation stories. So what's like a travel fail that you've experienced? Nothing comes to mind like an actual fail where I was like, oh my gosh, that was the first worst vacation ever. Like nothing that was like, you know how you go, like you hear stories about people going and they had like a hurricane the whole time. Right. Or it was like the fire You know, festival. like nothing like that has really happened to me. Yeah. Can I can't. you hear Cadet? A little <laughs> She's bit. like chewing on a bone. Oh, okay. okay. I'm trying to think if I have any. As soon as we get off, I'll probably remember some. But I know. I I'm know. just like nothing is like really coming to mind. I'd like, like to hear some stories if, we, I would if people have any like horrible. I mean, I feel like something on a cruise could go wrong. I will never go on cruises. We, I, I went on a like cruise once. It was fine. I really? Was in middle okay. School. <laughs> okay. Would you rather live permanently in an amusement park or a zoo? Definitely a zoo. Yeah, I'd live in a zoo. Favorite brand of sports bras? I still love the Lululemon free-to-be bra that has like all those annoying straps in the back. I wear them every yeah. day. Also, guys, keep in mind, both Joy and I have like almost no boobs. Yeah. So, so our opinion like, on sports bras is like... This is zero about support. Not about... <laughs> yeah. Not at all about support. I buy most of my sports bras from Target. I either buy like Joy Lab or I love the Champion brand, which they don't sell anymore. It makes me really sad. Target's my go-to for sports bras. And because I don't have like huge boobs, I don't spend a lot of money on bras. No, I don't either. I like, I just like, what's the point? (laughs) Okay. This is, I love this question. If you could ask your pet one question and have them answer, what would it be? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, my little girl. As like cadets staring at me right now. She's laying on her back, like staring at me, like, please rub my belly. I would ask her if, oh my God, like JT or cadet, I would want to know if they're happy. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds really silly, but I always want to be like, are you happy here? Are we providing enough play for you? Right. And, and like the thing that you think about with dogs is like they tell you, like they tell you what they need all the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I would just always be like, are you happy here? Or like, what do I do that you don't like? What do I do that you don't like? Do you really like to lay on the bed or do you like your dog bed better? Do you like this food or do you just eat it because it's in front of you? Right. Like, do you, would you prefer a different type of food? <laughs> What do you do when we're gone? Um, I don't have any pets right now, but I would definitely like to know what dogs dream about. <sighs> totally. That would be the question I would ask. I would totally what are you dreaming love about? to know that. What are you dreaming about when you whimper? Oh my God, yes. it's so funny. 
And what are you smelling for? Uh, yeah. Like whenever we're taking them on walks <laughs> and ever they're like sniffing, I always want to be like, what do they smell? Mm-hmm. And you know how like they find a scent and they just stick on it yes. for like 10 minutes. I'm like, what do you smell? What are you learning? What are you smelling? Okay. Okay. This is a Harry Potter question. Claire's Patronus house and wand type. And if Joy, if you haven't taken the quizzes, you should because they're fun. Okay. So my okay, Patronus, great. according to Pottermore, would be a badger. But I think my Patronus would be a bear for obvious reasons. Obvious reasons. Uh, I am a Gryffindor with a Ravenclaw wing, I would like to say. I feel like I'm too extroverted to be like a true Ravenclaw, but I'm not like, I don't feel like I'm like in your face enough to be a Gryffindor. But I feel like I would not. I, I would be that too means, loud I trust you. for the Ravenclaws. Mm-hmm. Way too loud for the Ravenclaws. Yeah. And then I forget my wand type. Can I actually just take a quiz without really knowing a ton about Harry Potter? Yeah, because it's, it's stuff like, okay. which do you prefer nighttime or morning time? Do you prefer, like, it's not okay. about, the quiz is not about Harry Potter. The quiz is about you. Okay, sure. I'll send you the quiz. Great. Which sitcom family would you like to be a part of? I think we've talked about this before. Haven't we answered this before? Have we? Well, let's answer yeah, it again. I would probably, I think, I think we have. I probably changed my answer. If I was in a sitcom family, I'd probably be in Full House. Not the Roses? Oh, the Roses, sure. I'm, I'm like thinking of like right, old, like old classic sitcom. 80s sitcom, 80s, 90s yeah. sitcoms. Not yeah, classic I think sitcom. sitcom, I think of like. I mean, Schitt's Creek is a sitcom. Yeah, that would definitely be like my present answer. But like old school, yeah. Full, Full House, House or like Who's the Boss? Mm-hmm. I love Tony Danza. <laughs> I think my like old school sitcom answer would be Clarissa Explains It All. Oh, I loved that show so much because her name was like almost Claire. Her mom was like kind of funky. Her yeah. parents were like really kooky. I loved it. And my present day answer. Hmm. I don't really watch. I like the only thing I can think of is like 30 Rock. Like I'd like to like oh my God, be yeah. on the cast of 30 But like there aren't any like family oh, Rock. units yeah. in that show. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's do like. Five more because we don't want this okay. to be super. I, this is like really. I don't okay. know about you guys if you're listening. I hope this is providing like a brain break. It's very much providing a brain break for me. It totally so is for you. me. As you can tell, my breathing has slowed yes. from the beginning of this episode. <laughs> thank you everyone for writing your questions because yes, it's really been helping. And there's God. you guys oh wrote so many. We're gonna have this like so many good ones. In the vault yeah, for we're a gonna have to time. do more later. Okay, strangest baby names you've ever heard, excluding celebrities, aka the Kardashians. Oh, because I was gonna be like, well, I mean, Beyonce's blue. Blue Ivy is weird. Yeah. Like Blue Ivy. But you know what? They're celebrities. They get they to like whatever name whatever. They want. Right. Blanket. And I, and I don't want to like call out anybody that we know because like I know. No, I'm not going to call. Exactly. Life, like, I would not have picked But that like name. I don't really. I don't think anyone that I know has like weird baby names. Uh, Soleil Moon Fry was weird. Yeah. Like in the 80s. You know, you're like, oh, that's really hippy dippy. But whatever. I think it's funny when people try to like get fancy with names and like spell them wrong or spell them weird. Yeah. And it's like you're going to just set them up for miserable so life. Miserable. <laughs> I remember one time being in a, um, a Rebecca's Apothecary, which is like the super hippie dippy shop in Boulder. It's oh, wonderful. I love that place. Wonderful. I it's love so that place. So crunchy, like like super hippie dippy. Exactly what it sounds like. Is that the OSHA story? Yeah. And they were like, this is my baby OSHA. And I was like, oh, the Occupational OSHA. Safety and Health Act? Or they're like, it's, a, it's, I mean, it's, it is like OSHA is a medicinal plant, but like it's not what most people think of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. Christmas gift ideas for your husbands. I'm not going to say mine because Brandon listens to the podcast and I want to give it away. Yeah. Oh my God. But here are some, so, how about this? How about Christmas, past Christmas gifts that have gone over well? I usually go with Scott, which is going to be really hard this year because of the pandemic, but I usually buy him an experience yeah. because he loves concerts. We love going to the museum. We love doing things like that in the city. So I don't know what I'm going to do this year. I'm going to have to get creative, but he 
you know, he loves records. So sometimes I'll have to kind of be smart about like what records he likes. Mm -hmm. I do know some clothes that he wears that he just keeps buying. So I'll just keep buying the things that he, I know he'll wear. I can't buy him clothes. Like yeah, from no. my own just judgment, he is very specific on what he wants to wear. So I'm going to have to keep thinking on that, but especially about the experience piece of if the world ever opens up again, but I'll probably just buy him like dinners or something that we can do like takeout, but I might try to do like the basic uh, clothes that he likes. Cause I know he'll, you know, he'll enjoy those and wear them. But if anyone has suggestions, send them my way. Some gifts that I've gotten Brandon in the past that went over really well. Um, I got him one year a monogrammed like dot bag, like a little, you know, like oh, a little awesome. leather toiletry bag that had a, it was monogrammed, and that is like something you're going to use your whole life. And it like he has really enjoyed that because then it like kind of makes him look more put together in the rare occasion that he travels. Um, and he always gets comments on it when anyone else ever sees it. Like other men are always like, "Oh, that's really nice," and that like makes him feel like, you know, oh, awesome. Yeah, um, really special. Last yeah. year, I got him a really nice. So Brandon's super into um, meat cooking, for lack of a better way to say mm-hmm. that. So last year, I got yeah. him like a super nice like meat knife. Uh, yeah. And I'm trying to think. Scott's really into fancy beers, too. Yeah. So I'll get him like certain beers. I'll go to the store and just get this certain beers that I know he loves. Um, and that's always a hit, too. So it's kind of like more. I just buy him more of the things that I know he loves because he'll use it and he loves it. It's like stick with what you know. I never get creative with him because it never goes well. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, this is a, a wonderful, super random question. Thoughts on llamas? Just thoughts. Llamas? Are they cute? So great. Are they just want to be alpacas? Are they too spitty? Nope. Not enough spit? These are all the options that this person <laughs> I'm all for llamas. I'm team llama. llamas. I think they're so cute. I love that they spit. I love the little furry. I love like, I just, the movie they're so Emperor's cute. New They're just Groove, so darn cute. Which, <laughs> llama face. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so true. I love that. That's a oh my god. It's an underrated movie. It's a great favorite it's a great and question. least favorite candle scent. I hate sweet candles. Yeah, like I can't sugary stand sweet. like sugar. I don't cookie, like. Blah, blah. Um, I have a really hard time with floral scented candles because they they just smell like an old lady's perfume to me. Uh, do you ever walk into a um? Well, it's been a while. Uh, anthropology. Yeah. Their candles smell like gross. Yeah, they smell... I can't stand it. They smell like an... Anti- like, I think what that... It's what they're going for is a sort of, like, very floral, heavy, romantic, like, Ugh. old ladies' library sort of vibe. It just smells vibe, like stinky old flowers. I'm like, it doesn't yes. smell good. Stinky old... It smells like... <laughs> like, if you have, like, a... Like, a beautiful vase of roses that you leave on the counter for way too long yes. and the water goes bad. And so you have, like, 100% roses that smell rotten water. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's exactly what it smells like. Not a fan. And then those candles I love are tobacco, like anything really earthy. Yeah. I love tobacco I love scented cedar. candles. Cedar's my favorite. Yes. Like anything like I love the company Juniper Ridge. They have um, like earthy scented incense. So they have like sage smudge incense, cedar incense, makes it smell like you're, you have like a campfire going in your house. But I bought them at Whole Foods, oh, I love it. you know, in like September. And the lady was like, do you like these? I was like, yeah, they smell like a campfire. She was like, is that different from like the wildfire smell? And I was like, great point, lady. It does already smell like a campfire in my house because things are on fire near me. Things are on fire. So I needed to take like, I took a little space from the campfire. Incense. Great, great. Okay. Other than y'all, are there any other words either of you love to use but rarely do? 
What a creative question. Definitely y'all. That's a great example. I Just love y'all. I love y'all. Mm-hmm. I would probably say like, I don't love to, I know like, hey girls or like, hey, I hate like, hey ladies, but like, yeah. a, like addressing your friends. Sometimes I... I like use some type of like pet names for friends, but I don't use it a lot. I just think it sounds weird, but I, don't, I can't think of anything like that. Do I know. You? I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I know that like there are definitely moments in my life where somebody says a word and I'm like, oh, I got to start using that more often. Yeah, totally. I just, no, just totally. got to pay more attention to what they are. Yeah. When we are finally allowed in other countries, where is the first place you want to travel? I mean, I really want to go to Hawaii. I just want to be on a beach. I agree. I just want to be I on mean, a beach. other countries, like I I could, I could go there now, but I just, I mean, I know that sounds so generic, but I just miss the normal trips that we used to take. Like I want to go to LA and I want to go to Hawaii. Uh-huh. And that's as basic as it's going to get. That's fair. If I could go like anywhere and I could travel to another country, I really want to go to Ireland and Scotland. That's been like mm-hmm. on my Scott list. And I want to do that too. For yeah. some reason. Let's try to come up with a girls, a uh, girls, come up with a joint country. I trip know. Oh my gosh. I would love that. I know we have some Let's listeners like, in Ireland and Scotland. Let us know. Yeah. I know Catherine's there. Hey, Catherine. <laughs> this one's from Kelly. Shoes, necessary or social construct? Ooh. I mean, I wouldn't go so far that as to say deep. that they're a social construct. That is deep. <laughs> I loved my favorite thing. I saw this meme that was like some, you know, anti-mask person who was like, you know, we if we had been had meant to like filter things out of the air, we would have been born with masks. And somebody was like, Ted, do you wear shoes? Totally. I think shoes are a helpful thing. I don't I mean, I don't wear shoes in my house. Do you and you don't wear shoes in your house, do you? Oh, no. Like I take Mm-mm. my shoes off as no. often as I can. But I don't think I go so far oh, as to say all that the they're time. a social construct. Yeah. I hate wearing Bras, shoes in house, on the other like, hand, are 1000% a social construct. Yeah. And like, sure. I'm at the point even with tiny, tiny boobs where I feel uncomfortable not wearing one. But I think it has Same. less to do with like truly believing that I should wear one and more to do with the fact that I've always worn one. And so it feels weird not to wear one. Yeah. Okay. If you could disinvent one thing, what would it be? Disinvent. Uninvent it. Do you want to know my answer? I would say something along the lines of like something to do with the environment. I would I would uninvent Facebook. Oh, yeah. I would just uninvent I'm really the crap out of Facebook. I'm really just turning it off for a while. Yeah. That's been like a main source of anxiety. And I know it's my own fault, but why... I need to stop. I think I'm just going to delete it from my phone forever. <laughs> okay. Ugh. Let's do two more questions. What was the worst outfit you ever wore for school photos? Guys, these questions school are so photos. creative. Oh, these are so good. The worst outfit. I wore like these suspenders, like probably when I was in sixth grade, but I really more associate it with my hair because my bangs were so huge. But I wore this like weird suspender looking outfit that made me look like a handmaid or something like or like a milkmaid or something. It was so weird. <laughs> I one time wore a beret in school photos. <gasps> no. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. A red beret. Was it a raspberry beret? Almost. It was close. It was a little more cranberry, <laughs> but okay. Ugh. Last one. You're equal parts dirty, tired, and hungry. What order do you nap, shower, or eat? 100% shower first. Oh, I would shower Always. absolutely last. Oh, God, I, would go I can't. Eat, like, nap, I, shower. I would do shower, eat, nap. Okay. Good. That was a great talk. question. Thank you guys so much for those. I hope that those this helped so kind of like take you out for a minute. Yeah, we uh, we don't often encourage you to use our podcast that way, but. I hope that it was helpful because it definitely was helpful for me. Yeah, it really was. I feel like I totally just stepped out of the present world for a moment. And that's why I love podcasting. Yes. <laughs> so great. And that's also why I love this podcast. And I love having our own podcast 
because we can do whatever we want and we appreciate yes. you guys being here for that for and sure. giving us the space to do what we need to do when we need to do it and supporting us. Yeah. And on that note, and guys, just being human, it's been a really hard week, no matter what side of the aisle you're on. Everyone yep. is feeling it. Everyone is feeling no matter mm -hmm. if you are the most conservative of conservatives, in which case I have a feeling you no longer listen to this podcast or <laughs> the most liberal of liberals. Everyone is feeling alienated right now. Everyone is feeling yep. divided, divided, scared, and stressed, you know, worried about the vulnerable people in their life, whatever that word and whatever that definition means to you and the people around you. I know that there is a deep, deep amount of privilege in me being able to tell you to yeah. take care of yourself, but whatever you can do this week and whatever that needs to look like. And if we can help you in any way and... Mm -hmm. If that comes down to getting an email from you saying, I need help paying for childcare this month, or I need you to, you know, send me some good vibes. Or I, I mean, we had somebody in our community recently who like I edited their resume for them. Like, what is it that you guys need? How can we be there for you? If you never yeah. ask, then you'll never know. And we are you'll great at know. holding boundaries. If it's not something that we can do mm -hmm. for you, then we will try to direct right. you to somewhere where you can. Somewhere else. Yeah. So please let us know we're here and we want to help and, you know, give us something to do with our hands this week. So tell us how we can help you. Yeah, for sure. It's helpful to us sure. to feel like we're helping our community. So don't feel like you are being a burden by asking for right. what you need or for reaching out for resources. And the th same thing definitely goes for mental health. We are 1000% always standing by to help you get the mental health resources that you need. And like really this podcast is our outlet and what we love doing the most. So don't feel like you're putting us out by asking. And really, truly, this is such an important week to be taking care of each other too and reaching out to people and your friends and talking and crying and laughing or whatever you need to do. Like I cried all the way to work today and I was judging myself for it, but I was like, you know what? I just need to let this out because I'm so anxious mm -hmm. that if I don't, it's going to eat me alive. So just don't think twice. Don't think twice about anything you're doing right now unless it's seriously being mean to someone. <laughs> yep. So hang in there and um, we're here for you. Be there for each other. And next week, we're really excited to have a conversation with a climate scientist. So if you have questions specific to climate change, please shoot them our way. I'm not sure. I know her expertise is more in like the actual climate science. I'm not sure how much climate policy she really studies, but send us all your questions. I have a yeah. pretty good understanding of climate policy, so I might be able to fill in some of those gaps if she is more of a climate science minded. Send us your questions and we're so excited to talk to her. And, um, you know, if you need even more levity, this week is 80s week on the Great British Baking Show. So tune, tune into in. that podcast. Tune in Saturday. And I'm going to make um, steamed buns this week to awesome debrief that process. To do the technical from yes, last week. Yeah, make so remember... Remember to subscribe to our On Your Marks Get Set Bake podcast so we can talk about the great British baking show and have some lightness talking about baking. Yes. So we will address everything going on in the world in future episodes. As always, you can find us on social media, Joy and Claire underscore on Instagram. This is Joy and Claire on Facebook. And please send us your thoughts, feelings, and anything you want. This is Joy and Claire at gmail.com. Give us your feedback. Send us a voice memo if you just need to talk it out. We love to hear from you guys. And thank you as always for just hanging in there with us as we deal with life. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye for now. Bye.